Hello, everyone, and welcome to That's a Dumb Rule Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Greg. Greg, today we're talking about making outs in foul ball territory. How is this defined in baseball's rule book? Where is it defined in baseball's rule book? In the rule book, section 5.09, subsection A, note 1, states, A batter is out when his fair or foul fly ball, other than a foul tip, is legally caught by a fielder. Okay. And for those that probably are just approaching baseball for the first time, maybe have never even seen a game, how would you define it to somebody brand new? So if if a batter hits the ball and it goes up in the air, obviously at that point if the, the defensive team catches the ball, it's an out. So what this rule says is even if that ball that is hit by the batter is in foul territory, so outside of the field of play, um, and it's caught, it is still an out. Okay. Well, baseball has a lineage of having some rules that go way back, over 100 years, and this is a classic rule. We see this a bunch in baseball, even today. So where did this rule start? How did it come to be? This goes way back, way back to, ni- to 1858. Wow. And at that time, they put in a rule that says the batter is out on a batted ball, fair or foul. Okay. If it's caught on the fly or after one bounce. Really? So, yeah. So believe okay. it or not, back in the early days, if the ball bounced once and you caught it, it was still an out. Gosh, that's got to be weird to see. It would be so weird Wouldn't to see it? that. Yeah, because yeah. that's like a classic play. Like I think of the shortstop taking like a one hop and throwing it. Yep. But that would have been an out. Yep. In in old timey eighteen fifty eight baseball. Right. Right. Okay. So now that we kind of have a ground layout of what this rule is, how it used to be, what are some comments to kind of give this more life or or just help people imagine what how this rule can play into the game? couple things. So we see this a lot in baseball. A batter will hit a ball. It'll be heading toward one of the dugouts, and either the third baseman or the first baseman will come over to make a catch, and they have to lean over the dugout to make the catch. The rule says that the the player does not have to have either of his feet touching the ground, but they have the feet have to be over the playing surface. So you see this probably more often than you think, but a, a player will reach for the ball, catch it, and then tumble head over heels into the into the dugout. But it is a catch. As long as when he makes the catch, at least one foot is over the playing surface. So that's one thing to keep in mind, that a lot of times you'll see players, either where they go in a dugout or even into the stands, as long as when they make the catch, at least one foot is over the playing surface, it is a legal catch. They can't go into the stands first and then make a catch, for example. That would be they would be out of play. The other thing about this is the stadiums that they're building now are much they have much smaller foul territories. And really because Major League Baseball and all all levels of baseball really, they want to bring fans closer to the game, right? So it really does, you know, play a big difference when you go from one stadium to the other. Some stadiums have a really big foul territory. Some don't have much at all. And generally, a pitcher will love when there's a big foul territory because it means that there's more chances of catching balls that are hit into foul territory recorded as outs mm-hmm. rather than the ball going into the stands. So that's really kind of the... the the big difference between one stadium to the other. Obviously, the field of play, all the dimensions are 
well, not all of them, but most of the dimensions are the same. But when you get into the foul territory, they vary dramatically between one stadium and another. Yeah, and you had an interesting stat before we started the podcast about stadiums built from the 90s to the 2000s. You threw out a number there that was really fascinating. What was that again? Yeah, so in the stadiums that were built in the 1990s, they averaged 214 foul outs per per stadium. Yeah. But stadiums built in the 2000s, that number actually dropped to 199. So again, making the foul territory smaller, uh, bringing the stands closer into the field of play so fans can get a better view and that kind of thing. So it really has had an impact on how many foul outs are recorded in, in from one stadium to the next. Yeah, just putting the, the size and the scale of the field into the game in a weird way. We mm-hmm. can see a number of exactly how it impacts the game. But going into impacting the game and seeing it, what are some notable examples that you can refer people to if they want to see how this rule can vary? Right. So the one the stadium that stands head and tails above all the other ones is the Oakland A's Stadium, which is now <laughs> called Ring Central State uh, Ring okay. Central Coliseum. They have an enormous foul territory. It's okay. massive. Which gives pitchers, like I said before, a huge advantage because if you have if you have a pitcher that or batters that foul are constantly fouling balls back, if there's still room to make a play and catch the ball, it's a huge advantage for the pitcher, obviously, because yeah. or for the whole team, really. So, for Oakland's uh, stadium, they recorded an, a, an amazing 398 foul territory outs, wow. which is ridiculous, and that's a hundred more than the second place. Stadium, which was Seattle's T-Mobile Park at okay. 270. So, Unreal. Um, so when teams go to Oakland to play or, or when Oakland plays, it's, like I said, for the pitcher, it's great. For the for the hitting team, it's awful. They hate that huge fall territory because what normally would be a, fall, a foul ball that goes into the stands, it's not in the stands anymore. So, Interesting. Um, yeah, and then there's about some other things like um, in the 2020 playoffs, there was a player from the Rays that just made this crazy catch into foul territory. Again, he flipped over the wall and he managed to hang on to the ball. But again, when he made the catch, his feet were still above the uh, field of play, which okay. made all the difference in the world. So interesting. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, you'd be surprised on how many foul balls um, get caught in the stands. They reach over. And we could get into a whole thing about fan interference and things like that. Yeah, we don't need to go down that road. We don't want to go road. there yet, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's a thing, too. So yeah. yeah, of course. Well, it definitely gives some more context to those crazy plays you see on like Instagram, mm-hmm. late night on ESPN, where you see somebody tumble into the stands. And you're like, how can they do that when you read the rule? And then you realize it's not putting your feet squarely on the ground. It's just having it above the field of play. Exactly. Yep. So it, yeah, that's... In the Oakland A's Stadium, just it's amazing to think about. I I can't believe it. And even Seattle Stadium, right. with two seventy, that's almost two hundred and seventy free outs that you get just based on the field of play, just by where you play the game, right? And how much that matters. I'm sure Oakland A's players hate the field they play on, yes, because of the natural, just the view of the game. You mm-hmm. can't have that large of a foul area. And expect to be getting the real hitting percentage you expect. Exactly. Yeah. So with that, do you think this is a good rule, bad rule? How are you feeling about it? I think it's a bad rule, but I, I'll tell you why. Because I, I think catching a ball in foul territory is fine. That should still be an out. What is bad is that all these stadiums have different size foul territories. I've yeah. never understood that about baseball. I mean, in football, you play on the same field. 
It's the same size no matter where you're going. Hockey, same thing. Basketball, same thing. But why in baseball, from one stadium to the next, are the field dimensions so different? Not only foul territory, but even the the distance of the the outfield walls, right? Yeah. Um, I just I think baseball. I mean, I I just don't like that. So I think this is a dumb rule. Yeah, I think it's a dumb rule because of the inconsistencies in the game. Soccer has a little bit of this where fields of play can be different varying sizes, even though they're not that big of a difference. But, I mean, there's a difference 